Joy to the world, whatever the announcer says. As American as apple pie, you might think. Maybe so these days, but its origins are totally English. Words by Isaac Watts, the father of English hymnody, from the second decade of the 18th century. And that tune's a Methodist one of the 1830s. And so to our train. And this is our stop. Oh Lord, more money raising. Go on then. But only because this is one of the rare carols in triple time. I saw three ships. English, 17th century. Derbyshire, say some. But why would a song about ships originate in a landlocked county? Which brings us to the pub. Yes, good question. Is it a carol? Well, maybe not yet, but give it time. It's certainly no less carol-like than many of the wassails of the past. And here we are, where the night is darker and the wind blows stronger. And that small parish church over there, like thousands more up and down the land, will be preparing for its biggest congregations of the year. Quintessentially English, you'd think, and yet the truth is, the words were written by an American churchman, the Reverend Phillips Brooks. The tune's English, though, a folk melody collected in Surrey by Rayform Williams. The point is, there's carolling aplenty in 21st century Britain. It just comes in many forms. And given that this is a radio carol tour, it's inevitable that we should end up here, as millions of listeners do every Christmas Eve. The choir of King's College, Cambridge. The broadcasting of the service of Nine Lessons and Carols has made the BBC an important part of the caroling story. The BBC's decision to broadcast the 1928 service on the wireless has had a huge effect on our perception of what a Christmas carol is. So you might expect to hear me whispering in the magnificent 15th century building that is King's Chapel. In fact, I'm in a truly generic office within the BBC's written archive centre in Caversham, just outside Reading. Here's where the written history of the broadcast of the Festival of Nine Lessons and Carols is held. My favourite bit is a yellowing piece of paper from 1939. There's a typed continuity announcement, and in pencil at the top it says, To be returned to Mr Snag, room 406. That's the legendary announcer, John Snag. The programme of carols you will hear is the festival held on Christmas Eve each year in the Chapel of King's College at the University of Cambridge. The festival has been held since the chapel was built nearly 500 years ago. 500 years. That's not BBC Journalism's finest hour. In fact, the service started in 1918.
I think what was happening in 1939 was very gentle propaganda, emphasising for an embattled nation that these were more than just a collection of carols. They were part of our culture, our national identity, and as such they were worth defending. The story of the Christmas carol certainly does go back 500 years. Indeed, by definition, it goes back to the birth of Christ over 2,000 years ago. Recently, I stood outside the Church of the Nativity in Bethlehem and looked north to where the shepherds were abiding in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. As I looked at the place where the first Christmas carol was sung by the angels to the shepherds, glory to God in the highest, I played the whole history of the Christmas carol in my head. And as I did so, I wrestled with the idea that Christmas music predated the birth of Christ. Which sounds a bit odd when you put it like that, but everything comes from somewhere, and Christmas celebrations...